Good morning, everybody. Happy Deppy Monday. It is Monday. Great November to be with you, Doctor. I mean, it's on the screen right there, Doctor. Doctor Andrew James we, Larson. We really don't need to do that. What do you? Why would we not? I, I hope you have like stationery with Doctor Larson by now. I would. I'm expecting a my next thank you card from you to have Doctor Andrew Larson. Well. I mean, you might be in luck. I, for the record, I didn't order it. Was order a, what? It was a gift. I have no idea what you're talking about. I love it. I, I'm i not mad about it. I'm serious. I think it's amazing. I. It looks great. It's. We're selecting one of you today to <laughs> receive Andrew's first letter with his Dr. Larson stationery. Tim, it's just, I feel like it's. Who bra- wants it? I feel like it's braggy. It's not braggy. I, I agree. Tim says Dr. Larson needs embroidered shirts. I, I'm, I'm all for I mean, it. If you're going to work that hard and get through school, absolutely. I'm proud of you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I'll be so, proud of you every single week, but mainly because yesterday was Sunday. And this right here is the morning after. It's the morning after. The morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show, a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Oh boy, Matt is a big stationary guy. You He's know, in good. Good news here. John has an embroidery machine. This is going to be awesome. I, we are going to make this happen. I, I just want you to know that Matt. From the moment I've met you, I've assumed that you were a big stationary. Sam, I'm with you. Sam's got to get. If, if I'm getting a letter from the doc, Sam better be. And his can be like a, you know, get well soon. Signed, Doctor Larson. It, He's healing up. By the way, thanks for praying out there. It, it could be. You know, I. I got stationary from my favorite teacher of all time, my, my music teacher, Miss Platania. That's cool. When I graduated, and I think whatever the 2001 equivalent to Vistaprint was, she went and got them for like everybody in our class, and it was like the- Staples. Yeah. Staples was Maybe. the 2001 equivalent I, I of think she, Vistaprint. She ordered them for a bunch of people, so I'm hoping she didn't spend Staples money. I, I hope she got a deal on it way back then. Office Depot. But I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But it just, you know, it was a card that had my name on it. I still think it's hey, cool. Hey, speaking of Staples, a little known fact. Tim, have you ever been at Staples spending money and you've thought to yourself, oh, man, I wish I didn't have to pay this sales tax. Be nice. Have you ever thought that, I've, Tim? I've thought it many times. Because it turns out that whatever town you're in, the nearest mega church has an account at Staples. <laughs> you did not. And you can, and sometimes, like, I barely... <laughs> I barely remember the phone number of the church that I've worked at for the past almost seven years. Ugh. But, you know, there was a church that I worked at right out of college back when we had to memorize phone numbers you and use landlines. You sales tax in years. I'm just saying. How long was that uh, Best Buy account on there? Oh, too? I still rock my Best Buy account. I rock my Best Buy account for everything. I love it. The Amazon is sweet. Yeah. But, but that's, that's but actual like, church if you're, purchases. If you are at, oh, everything is an actual church purchase, Tim. I, I've heard your church purchases. So, if it's okay. used, debatable. Hey, this camera that I bought at Best Buy tax free. You, this is literally a where is it? Used, be, where is it being used right now? In, in your office Every, at the church. Everything that's that I purchase tax free is a legit church expense. It's just whether or not I'm putting it on my personal card or the church card. But what I'm saying is, Timothy, when you are like, oh, I this is a tax free purchase, but I 
some organizations, different big companies, they want you to fax in everything. Then it takes three or four days to get oh, your not your tax exempt account set up, yep. which is a pain in the butt. It is. And so if you just give them another church's phone number, chances are chances, they're already in the system. Chances are they're already in the system. Seven two six zero two zero two. I'm just wow. saying you can throw it out there. It works at Staples. Wow, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, nothing, if you're just if joining us. Unethical tips and tricks from Dr. Larson here. I'm Tim. We do this every Monday. Every single Monday. We've never missed a Monday, have hmm. we? Is that true? I don't think so. That's we're probably what is not this? True. Episode 300 something? 330? 338? We, we've done this hundreds of times. Um, if you're brand new to the show, this is it. Mondays, 11 o'clock. We, we talk the week in ministry that was. Sam is signing up for Doc's uh, tax free ministry. Listen. <laughs> Doc. Doc's tax-free ministry. I did not write. He lives tax-free. I did not write the IRS code. But you do abuse it. But I know how to dip my toe into the gray when necessary for the glory of God. That always. Those things don't go together. Everything you just said. It's debatable. It's debatable. It is debatable. Tim, we've got so much to talk about. The week in ministry that was. Speaking of the week that was, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm glad to see Halloween go. I felt extra long this year. It felt extra long, and, and Thanksgiving is short. It's like a short break until Thanksgiving because we have five Thursdays this month. And as you know, Tim, Thanksgiving is the fourth, not the last Thursday of Thanksgiving. You can, which also messes with the Advent calendar. It's like a certain U.S. president. It's, for that. it's it's a whole thing. But we we dehalloweened our house. The the pumpkins are gone. They're you gotta still, do it. There's still candy. There's a lot of candy at my house. Oh, it's bad. It's it's awful. We had over 15 pounds of candy. My it's, it's so bad. My second one, uh, we we went and we do trick or treat on Main Street here in Safety Harbor, and then we go to my cousin's neighborhood, and it's you a guys. Circle. You guys essentially did two trick or treats. Yeah, but it, the the one is the one here on Main Street is 4:30 till six. So it's still light out. It's kind of hot still. That doesn't feel as much like Halloween. It's it's the super family-friendly kind of thing. Sure. But then my cousin's neighborhood is also very family-friendly. And uh, it's kind of bougie, Tim. There's Full-size candy bars? Oh. Yeah. We had had a couple of those. Full-size candy bars. I was very impressed. But the the gated community that has maybe maybe 60 houses total in it. That opened up their gates for Halloween? No, no. They didn't open up the gates, and Ooh, so even better. it's the kids and the cousins of the kids that live in there, That's good. but it's a perfect circle, That's good. and so we can kind of turn the kids loose. They're old enough now. That's what we did. And so uh, we, the grown-ups hang out and hand out candy, and the kids just go. Liam went three times through the neighborhood, Oof. and uh, he scored. He he did he did just fine. Now, Andrew, you and I both grew up in the church, so we've seen we've, the church. We've fall-fested. We've seen the church do lots of different things when it comes to this very holiday. Very poorly. Lots of things very poorly. Some not so good, sometimes better than others. Even we at Lakeview Church have attempted the Fall Fest several times in the past. Um, typically, when we do, we we try to go all out. We we plan for months on end. Do you do it on Halloween Day or do you do like the Saturday before? It's the Saturday yeah. closest, typically, or the Friday or Saturday closest. And, and our last one, which was 2019. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, by far the most successful. That was like the, hey, we hired Tim to be our pastor two weeks ago. Let's throw an event. And and it was well planned. I did, It wasn't planned in two weeks. It was, it was a six-month planned job. It would have been very awkward if they didn't hire you. That would have been awkward. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't be here. No. 
I no, mean, maybe. maybe if you had hired me, we we had a plan. We had a plan. It was like, Tim, listen, we can cover you for like three or four months. We're going to need you to bring like 10 families with you, but then we're good. Might have happened. It would have been fun. I'm just saying the Redkins. If you would have been the one. That's what Taylor Swift said. <laughs> Andrew, we had a very successful. Folklore. I mean, by by all metrics, like successful event. There were parking a lot. bazillion people. There were hundreds. I mean, I think I think there was close to a thousand mm-hmm. on campus. And for like that's that's like a crazy yeah. amount of people. At like one of the lower points of churchwide attendance. Very low was, point of church attendance. It was very high community attendance. And how many of those people came back on Sunday? I I don't know that a single family showed up on Sunday. So I'm, like, if the goal is, hey, let's just let's just be a beacon, let's love our community, then sure. huge win. Now, did it exhaust our volunteers and and cost a lot of money and and tax everyone? Yes. So like, it just it's just got to be like, is that is that the win? Is that the goal? Or are you really trying to integrate families into the church? Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> so Halloween was Tuesday. On yep. Wednesday, I've got a couple boys that are they have their regular occupational therapy appointment on Wednesday afternoons. My wife was sitting in the uh, waiting room waiting to get picked up and was overhearing, not eavesdropping, just overhearing. You were listening. I wasn't there. It was Melissa. But there were two other families having a conversation about what they had done for Halloween. And the the one family said, oh, we, we didn't trick-or-treat in the neighborhood at all. We went to this big church out on one of the major streets in our area, and they had this huge well, – I'll just say it. We went to this big church out of McMullen Booth, which is like literally forty-five seconds. That's they went it's, all out. It's a mile from here. I, I it's drove a, by. It's a, it's a mile. From I here. drove by when they were setting up like that. They yeah. They they had carnival rides. It was serious. It was serious stuff. They they went all out. Spent tens of thousands of dollars at least easily on this thing. It was a huge huge deal. And so the mom was saying to this dad, who was saying, you know, our family didn't trick or treat. We went to this big thing, and the mom said, "Oh, that sounds great." What church was that? And she listed several other churches, never once mentioning the church that had actually hosted it. And uh, then the dad was like, yeah, yeah, and then you know, landed on one of the ones that wasn't it. And Melissa was just laughing to herself because she's, she's married to a pastor, and she's yeah. had to do the, the single-parent Halloween thing while I was handing out candy and doing the church responsibilities sure. when we were doing stuff. Yep. And uh, now she's hearing this church that, and that was when our church was spending a hundred bucks on candy and me dressing up like a buffoon, handing out candy and invites to church. And it didn't yield any impact in our actual church. Rarely does. But <laughs> this church spent, I mean, like it looked like, you know, those carnivals on the side of the road. It looked like one of those only it was the church parking lot. Yeah. And no, it was massive. This dad is bragging about it to somebody. And literally, he didn't and even know didn't what church know, he stepped did on. Did not know the name of the church and then eventually gave credit to the wrong church for it. What a win for that church. Didn't yeah. have to spend a Man. dime and they show up there next Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole family went on Sunday and they all got <laughs> saved. They were wondering where the funhouse slides were, but it was fun. Matt says, do you think jumping in having a table at a community event could be a bigger win, which is yeah. what you guys typically do? Yeah. Or a local event at a baseball stadium, something like that. Yeah, I think that is very much. I have all and you, lower hanging fruit. You have the luxury of being in a small More downtown. Town. Yeah. So I, if we could partner with the community, which we've done in the past, we've had people or organizations reach out saying, "Hey, we'd love to use Lakeview's property for yeah. an event." To me, that's a huge win because it. What was the name of the Easter event? Totally cracked. That's right. And it was a big win. It, it required very little effort, zero dollars on our part, and we had a lot of a lot of people on campus 
for the community. Like to yeah. me, that was a huge win. It, it mm-hmm. didn't tax everyone. We weren't dead for three weeks like other major events. But yeah. if you're going to do a community specific event, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, the We have a church close to our house that they do it really big, you know, bounce houses and trunk, trunk or treats and all yeah. this stuff. And I'm not against them. And they intentionally reach out to a different demographic than what makes up the church. And it's a huge outreach for them. For so, sure. So I get it. I think you have to sit down and figure out, okay, what is what does a win look like? But Andrew, you and I are also at churches where there's like two people on staff, three yeah. people on staff. Like we don't, and we don't have And these. we also have young kids. Yeah. So if I am an empty nester and my kids don't, let's fast forward to the next life stage and we don't have kids at home or our kids are in high school. Sure. And then absolutely, you know, get, I'll, I'll give you six or eight hours on Halloween. But for this current life stage, I'm really glad they didn't confuse our church with another one down the street. I mean, you would have been okay if they showed up on Sunday. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. We would have even given them some of Liam's candy. Andrew, this week wasn't just Halloween. Um, It was also pretty just happiness. It it was was a pretty heavy ministry week for both of us. I know there were, there were lots of text messages back and forth on updates with different members of the congregation between me and you. And you had, you had multiple small groups in your church praying for a family at Lakeview and Live Oaks and vice versa as you were dealing with a sudden loss in your congregation. It was just one of those those heavy min- yeah. there's no ways to say it. Like sometimes ministry is really heavy. Yeah. It was a heavy week for us. I got a call Friday morning that a member of our church had passed and it was, you know, it it's there's it's never like a a happy passing when somebody passes. Sometimes you know someone's been sick and they've been struggling, and it's like, okay, ugh. Yeah. but thank goodness they're out of that. This was a went to bed, didn't wake up kind of thing, sure, and it just shocked everybody. So that's it was that was a different kind of gut punch. And then knowing that Lakeview and and Live Oaks, where our, our buddy Tommy is the pastor, has been dealing with, um, just about the worst thing a church can can go through with the, yeah. the death of a child. It was the the juxtaposition of someone, you know, in their mid-70s and someone, you know, just barely over a year old, and mm-hmm. the emotions are are there. And, you know, hugging a grieving widow, it's like, nope, it doesn't it doesn't get better when no. you lose somebody at at any stage. So no fun. No. Loss loss hurts. There was a beautiful picture of the gospel with the congregations coming together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I saw that, which we talk about that a lot. And, yeah. and you and I hang out a lot. And we always talk about our churches doing yeah, things together. Things. But to have three, four, five churches in the area. And, yeah. and it, I was getting texts from multiple pastors yeah. of, hey, we're praying for you. Yeah, we, this, we I mean, you texted me like churches. this specific group is yeah. praying for Nathaniel yeah. right now. I mean, you guys were on it. And then for multiple churches to show up to the memorial service yesterday mm-hmm. was so cool. And Tommy did such a uh, now, just, just a great and, job. And we we haven't talked, so I didn't. I'm it was outside, right? Just based on the size of how many people you the, the memorial service expected. was outside. And in, Live Oaks has a beautiful outdoor yeah, space. It was in front of the cross, next to the empty tomb. Okay, that's which cool. is pretty cool. Yeah, it was standing room only. Like yeah. it was, it was definitely to capacity but it ended up just being a really sweet time where we got to hug the family pray for the family uh, read some scripture together mm-hmm. tommy gave a great message but it, it doesn't like 
one of Tommy's great lines was, um, "Praise God, I don't have to do this very often." Yeah, and like that, like how, like yeah, like is there anything more true of a pastor to say? Like you never want to be in that situation I, where you're going to preach done a, a child's funeral, one child's funeral ever, yeah. and then you know one, you know high high schooler. So I guess technically that's, but you know, but one little child, and yeah. it was awful. I still like have cold sweats. It, without it. Just it's not fun. Terrible. Tim says it's almost like the body was designed to care for each other, regardless of whether huh. we attend the same building. Weird. It really was weird how that it works. Really out. was the body of Christ in action. You know, one thing that maybe for, from an academic or just a not a real ministry point that's different, but Nathaniel passed. Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning. Thursday morning, and the service was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, David, this member of our church, passed on Friday morning, mm-hmm. and the service is planned for January thirteenth. And just the yeah, and it, yeah, I think it's important for us, but also for people in our church to know that hey, there's there's, there's not really a right or wrong way hmm. to to do this. I know when my grandmother passed, my pop-up was very much of the old school mindset of, you know, it has to be within two days. Yeah. But part of that was, you know, there was, there was a body, there was a casket. Right. And, and things kind of have changed into what's normal. And for, for services like that. And for some people, for us, we always default to the family. Yeah. We, I hey. mean, we encourage the family to don't feel like you have to do it at a certain time. Yeah, if you want we, to do it now, great. If you want to you wait, you don't great. owe us any answers or any decisions right yep. away. That's right. But also if you feel like you need this part of the closure right now, we can do that too. But it's just – it's interesting because in the circumstances are so, so different. One was not a long, drawn-out thing, but a several-week process where we could see where it was headed. One mm-hmm. was very sudden, mm-hmm. you know, beginning of life towards the end of life. Right. Um, and yet the emotions are are very, very much the same, and it does not get easy. And yet we've chosen a profession where uh, we are who people call. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll, we, I mean, there are weeks where we celebrate life yeah. in more than one way in the same week, yeah. whether it's a, a, a new birth or someone who lived a life that honored the Lord. Yeah, it's a weird, it is a weird thing. And I we've talked about this some, but, you know, being where we are in Florida, you know, having older people in our congregation, in in some ways, when a family comes to the church, they're essentially saying, hey, I, you're the pastor. I want to do my funeral because I know that, you know, this is where we're going to be for the and it's funny, final like, life stage. Like when you but say had that, this conversation with people. And, and you're not joking. Like, it's not just, oh, they probably want me to do their funeral. They will meet with you and tell yeah. you. I, I had a meeting two weeks ago with a great Lake Hugh couple that said, we're, we want to plan out our funeral. I'm like, well, you're not dead. Yeah, you're I, not I'm dead. Not, you're... Not, I'm not planning on you dying anytime soon. And they wanted to talk through all the details of the memorial yeah. service. And that's, that's <laughs> fairly, and that's not the first conversation no, I've had like that. It's fairly common. Yeah, but it's an odd thing to think that when, especially when a church hires a younger pastor, right? It's it, that doesn't go through my mind. You know, yeah. if, when my kids go off to college and choose a church, I, I don't think they're ever thinking, "Hey, this might be the pastor that does my funeral." But we have people in our congregations that have come to our churches with the assumption that, "Oh, hey, this guy's doing my funeral now." Which is, it's a lot of responsibility. I mean, I, preaching the gospel and all that stuff is responsibility as well. I think I want, I want my best friends to tag team mine. 
well, that's kind I of what it. I thought. Oh, like, have have you like, thought about? I have. Uh, y- yeah, because I, there's been a few more memorial services recently. I've thought, yeah. okay, could could my 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 three best pastor friends yeah. like could could they tag team this? I, I feel like it could be done really well. I mean, you I could have a, you could have a lot of fun. Generous with it. that you think that I'm going to outlive you. So that's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be some tragic accident with me. That's just my guess. <laughs> you fall off a stadium at a Jags game and you die shirtless. Probably. I could see it happening. Yeah. As long as sense. I hear like that we win on the way down. Yes. I'm assuming it would be like you celebrating. Celebrating with the victory. Yes. And then I go over the edge. On yeah, I could, I, could, I could see that. That would make sense. But and then the other thing is. We are in a denomination that expects something called courteous finality out of us. Right. And so the the theory goes that when you retire, you kind of break contact at least for a season. Mm-hmm. And so then, then it, it's to allow the new pastor yes, to get, a, a, to a, get assimilated is, into. It's a great rule. Yeah, I love but it. But I'm just think. but I've long thought, so what happens if I retire at 65 and die at 67? So does... Do I call you and Riley and say, well, I'd be dead, but you know, hey, which one of you uh, has got the space? I mean, Tommy's kind of the central location. It's nice that we're friends with a lot of pastors in the area. It is. But it's a weird thing to think about, and I'm glad you've thought about it too. Sam says, what if you outlive your three? Then Sam, you're preaching the funeral. You're the one that's got a new lease on life with all your heart stuff. Yeah, you're got a bionic heart. You're going to outlive all of us. Derry, thanks for that, buddy. He absolutely foresees Tim going before Andrew. <laughs> My wife's going to love this episode. Uh, Jerry says, well, would would Dr. Andrew be willing to sing? I love this. I'm so lost without He's willing you. to do it. He's warming up now. Pretend for so long. I'm, I'm there. Song choice is yours as long as it's air supply. Um, I once told Melissa, and she got so mad at this. Also, my my wife lost her mom in college. I shouldn't be laughing at this. So she's like had to deal with Sam with, says Doc's looking people, a little under the weather with uh, losing people young. But I told Melissa that what I wanted, and I was going to put it in writing, was that at my funeral, I wanted my wife's little brother who can't sing and is like legally deaf in one ear, so has that, that like deaf guy tone deafness, um, to uh, sing um, Aerosmith's uh, what's the you know, Armageddon song. Oh, I don't want to miss a I thing. Stay yeah. away. Oh, it's yeah. I just want Alex to sing. Uh, with, don't with some it. animal crackers on your belly <laughs> in the casket. I want him to unbutton my shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I've, definitely I've, want. I've told my, my funeral to be funny. Yeah, like, it's gonna. I be, want there to be. There's got to be some fun element. Can't just be boring. I don't know. I do you know what I? I hope that it's not for a long time, but. The every time I do a funeral, I think about man, what's my funeral going to be like, and then it's a little bit a little bit disturbing. <sighs> yeah, but I'm glad that Derry sees you going first. I, I really that makes me feel better. I, I appreciate that, Derry. Andrew, you and I did something a little different this weekend. We have done this before, but we actually didn't really talk about this much. We didn't. We both kicked we've been, off. We've been very. I know. We've been doing ministry a lot. We both kicked off a series going through the same book, the Bible. We're going to go the at book of very, Philippians. very different speeds, and we haven't even shared manuscripts. Yeah, like we seven years ago when we were very good youth pastors together, yeah. we would plan out our semester. We would have been at the coffee together. shop. We would have been writing the sermon all right, together. So I'll do these two weeks. You do the small groups. Yep. You do some games. But we are lit- we literally kicked off sermon series in the same book of the Bible yesterday, where we are going verse by verse through the entire book 
Um, you guys are and we have, sprinting. And we have not shared anything. You are you are like no. beyond sprinting. We're, I would say, moderate pace. You're barely speed walking. I mean, we we are. I mean, you we're, are we're taking the sections. You are mall walking is what you're doing. You are. We're mall walking <laughs> before the mall opens. If you live in Florida, you know it's a very real thing. You know, they open the doors an hour before the stores. For the silver do. sneakers. The silver sneakers club can get in there. But Sam, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Tim, we for for me, Philippians is it's a Thanksgiving book. The whole point of the book is it is, is so Paul thankful. expressing his thankfulness to the church at Philippi, and so uh, we're doing it for November to get ready for Advent. It's a perfect setup, and for so Advent. we are doing four weeks through the four chapters of Philippians, and I feel like the epistles are the worst books of the Bible to try to do a chapter in 35-ish minutes for. It's, it's because it impossible. There should really be about about nine or ten chapters in Philippians. And Easily. Whoever decided to break it up, which is, you know, it wasn't extra Paul. biblical at best. It wasn't Paul. Um, they're like, here's a 30-verse section. Let's put a check there. That's yeah. It should probably be paragraph by paragraph or at least section by section. It's filled with Thanksgiving. I would argue it is also filled with a lot of joy. Hence, yep. our series titled Joy to the World. Ours is something about joy. I don't remember in there. It's, our title is Philippians. <laughs> you started yesterday. Know, but the slide is not me. <laughs> the slide, it says contagious joy. I did uh, I did create the graphic for this series. I don't I, always, but I, I did for this one. I used a ministry pass graphic. And I looked at, I like that one. I yeah. almost used that one, but I wanted something a you bit more. something Christmassy. A bit more Christmassy. Yeah, so we kicked off Thanksgiving yesterday. You kicked off Christmas. We did. We did, but you know, it was a fun opener because we got to joke about how Christmas comes a little bit earlier why, every single year. Why didn't you sing "Joy to the World"? We sang "There's Joy in the House of the Lord." That's not the same as "Joy to the Lord," which, I, by the way, it's is coming. Joy, not a Christmas song. It's "Joy a, to the World" is coming. "Joy to the World" is a second coming song, but that's okay. It's he still, rules the world. You know, it's the second advent. Yeah, true, very true. It's the, it's a great song for the wrong advent. It's true. But we don't know. We don't have the date of the other one, so we might as well. We still sing it. It's kind of like the new In Sync song for Trolls. The movie's not out yet, but yeah, the song's there. Uh, we're excited for that. We're, I, we're a big Trolls fan. I love the Trolls movies. My oldest hates them. Like plugs his ears and runs out of the room. It's odd. I think we might have done the first one a, a few too many times. Jerry's wondering if joy could be contagious, like a like a fruit of the spirit. I mean, are all of the fruits contagious? That would be an odd thing. Oh, I just caught some patience. <laughs> you might need that one. Oh, please stay away from me with your self-control, Tim. Please. Please. John says, Steph made you do that, didn't she? We Okay, look, we, we do. We start Christmas a little early in my house. She wanted me to mention <laughs> the tree goes up, but the decorations do not. When, do, when does your Christmas tree go up? The second the dishes are put away from Thanksgiving. Now, okay, the so lights go on the front of the house, typically the Saturday before Thanksgiving, but the tree doesn't go up inside the house until Thanksgiving. Our tree away. is just too pretty not to put on display. We don't do the full we – have, we have Thanksgiving decorations out right now. We will, we will switch over decorations the day after Thanksgiving. Laura says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull Andrew's soundbite to say I feel like the epistles are <laughs> – I was I was thinking it, Laura. I mean, can you clip that for us? Listen, there's our quote. That, 
I feel like the epistles are the worst books of the Bible. Paul end says quote there. at multiple times, like, this is not from the Lord, but from me. End so the quote there. Should we say that there are parts of the epistles that aren't even inspired? I'm, I'm not saying that. Don't don't accuse me of heresy. But Paul does say it. Uh, Ryan, big fan of the Trolls movie. His daughter is as well. The new Trolls will be her first. Okay, that's sweet. First movie theater experience. Heck yeah. Hoping there won't be too many adults in there that upset about a two-year-old. There's not going to be. There. No. We are fully. No. We'll be let there. Let her go. Also, let her sing. Gotta let get her the sing. soundtrack ahead of time. It's way more fun that way. We we started with the first Trolls movie, the tradition of going down and dancing in front of the screen. And now my older two think they're too big and cool for it. But my younger two are like, we'll go see a Marvel movie. And they'll like want to go dance at the end. I'm like, no, there's like extra. There's like 45 minutes left of the movie. You can't go down there. Jerry says they are not allowed to do ornaments in the tree anymore. His massive sheep-a-doodle eats them. Luckily, Busby eats everything right. but Christmas okay, decorations. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we're talking about dogs eating things, I, I can tell my story. I didn't bring this up. Jerry did. Jerry, I blame you. It involves diarrhea, and it's your fault, Jerry. Jerry, why would you? So we have my parents' dog because my parents, they've been building a house in our yard. It took two Don't years. Don't they have the same dog as you? Yes, we each have Australian Shepherds. They loved our dog so much that they got one of their own. The thing is, is that she's an airhead. She is sweet. She is the most loving dog in the world. She's just kind of stupid. She's also only lived with the Larson boys pretty much since July. And so she still is like, hey, there's four kids that drop food everywhere. This is awesome. And so Saturday, you know, I, I do my sermon slides Saturday night when I do on a final run through and I was watching the late football games. And so I, I fell asleep on the couch and uh, about two 30, I wake up and I don't know if it's the first two 30 or the second two 30 or however that worked with the time change. But I hear this sound that is not a sound you want to hear out of no, a dog kennel no, 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 at two 30 in the morning. Nope. Nope. And so I nope. get up and I rush over there Oof. Oof. and she is like making bad noises and I get her to move. She's also neurotic and will not leave the crate if she thinks she's being tricked into something. And I see a Hershey wrapper next to her mm. because kids, kids. And so I'm like, oh, this is great. Great. Just what you want. No. And so I convince her that she wants to go outside. My dog's like, oh, the door's opening. Time I should go, go outside out. as well. Yep. So I have both of them in the front yard. The front yard's a little bit bigger. It's right where I'm sitting. We're at the end of the cul-de-sac. It's fine. They go out in the front yard all the time. And uh, Lily begins to, she gets like two steps off the sidewalk. And is like, this is far enough. This is as far as I needed to go. And she oh, starts going. Boy. And I look up. I'm like, why are the sprinklers turning on? Oh, that no. That sound was not the sprinklers. That sound was Lily. And as disturbing as it was, a terrible story. As disturbing as it was this for is a me, terrible story. The possum that was in the bushes, mm. four inches away from where Lily was, was also disturbed by this sound, and takes off running. Two thirty in the morning. I'm in my creatures. I'm in my underwear, and there is a dog or there is a possum that has just taken off sprinting in between two Australian shepherds. And so the dogs then go turn and chase so the possum. You but, take off, sprinting. but Lily is not done yet. Oh. So every step, I can hear her. No, you know, she, she no. sounds. She sounds like a whoopee cushion being squeezed. Oh, every like, and she, like, you know, the dogs do that thing where they're like running. It's like two legs at a time. The the full leap thing, and yeah. So uh, did that, you have to chase after them? Uh, yes, and I'm <sighs> in my underwear and a t shirt running through the cul-de-sac. Fortunately, though. The direction of the possum was just towards my parents' house, which is like on the other side of our property, still in the cul-de-sac. So 
I don't think I showed up on any of the neighbor's ring cameras, but <laughs> if I did, I'm sorry. I'm listening to this horrific story while staring at your degree, <laughs> Dr. Andrew Larson, doctorate of ministry. Isn't like, it? How do these two go together? Isn't it the most ridiculously how? oversized diploma you've seen in your it's entire life? It's massive. It's it is stupid big. It's, I I had to like go source frames because I wasn't about to spend hundreds of dollars on a frame. It it took up half of my the the oh, trunk of sorry, my car. It's so heavy. I got You okay? It it covers your entire torso. It's so pretty. Though. And there's It's uh, so pretty. There is like an inch off of or a half inch off of every corner covered by the mat because that was the largest do you feel really I proud can, if i just hold it here yes for the rest of the show i again feel like it's very very big i'm gonna put that there so when you glance over to, to tell me another horrific story you can remind yourself i can remind that you, myself that i should have some gravitas you have credentials some dignity and not tell stories about dog diarrhea why steve says good morning everyone steve hope you're just uh, joining us also earl says shadrach forever that was the first dog in the list I, I didn't want to bring first it up got married may he May he rest in peace. He was a terrible, terrible. Okay, so Andrew, mini back. Also, Earl, congratulations, buddy. I mean, you know, I'm not a Rangers fan, but it was, it, it was. I know. Look, I mean, a a four one series that's yeah. as definitive as you can get, and you did it. Like yeah. you're you're out of the doghouse, unlike yeah. the Rays. Yeah, you've won a World Series. We haven't. You left the nest. I'm very proud. Back, back to the point back at hand. Back to something important that you were You are say. sprinting through Philippians. Yes. We, are, we are taking our, not our sweet time, but I would say it. But a, you're an, going, what, at least 10 or 11 weeks? Yeah, we'll, we will go to mid-January. We, we didn't finish all of chapter one. We got to 26. But even, we covered 11 verses yesterday, and I felt like I barely covered the last three. But, and again... When I'm saying, you know, each chapter should be, you know, 10 verses or so in yeah. a lot of the epistles, because I could have easily, I I typically don't do the three points in a poem. That's not my preaching style. It's not. But I could have easily had three specific sermons out of oh, yeah. what I did. You know, absolutely. One through six, yep. seven through 11. Mm-hmm. Um, easily could have each been standalone. Sermons, I, I was going to do 12 and on next week, but I, I, I'm just doing 12 through 18. Yeah. Because, again, there's so much there. You get to talk about, you know, love, and the church's job is to uh, grow in love and not necessarily the, the knowledge or the discernment that comes after you love each other. Get to talk a little bit about the comparison trap that pastors sometimes fall into when comparing to other churches. Do you know just what saying? makes that a lot easier? Just stay the smallest church in your friend group, and <laughs> and then you're fine. You're fine. It's cool. It helps a lot. Oh boy, Andrew, what's on what's on the docket this week for Doctor Larson? Busy week, Tim. No, I'm finally able to breathe a little bit. I feel Tim. like I'm able to take a step back this week, do some prep. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. Yeah. But like possibly a normal schedule my soccer season ended on thursday yeah that's right so like i started this season of life you know this semester of the school year for my kids and i was legitimately 15 20 hours of schoolwork a week and coaching soccer 
and the schoolwork part ended in at the end of September, and now soccer's done too. And I'm like, what? I hope my wife still likes me because I've she hasn't <laughs> seen you in a while. I've got nothing to do. She has not seen you. So in a it's while. exciting. I might, uh, I might take up knitting or something. Well, Here, we we are. Um, do you know what? That's not true. You, you, my kids really want me to buy an Xbox. Oh I should boy. take up Madden. John says, reminder, email, reply, and Bible stand. That's right. So John sent an interesting email. I'm going to forward this over to you. Um, it's from the Bible Project, guys. I love the Bible Project. I, I, I love the Bible Project, too. They they have a take on Scripture being inerrant. Yes. And how they aren't big fans of that word. Well, it's kind of a made-up word. It, it is, but you and I's faith tradition. Yes. Like, it's a, it was a big word for yes. us growing up. Absolutely. So I, would you would you disown the guys because they've taken out the word inerrancy? Does it feel like a progressive shift on their part? I feel like I haven't it's listened semantics. I, I haven't listened to the podcast yet. I, it's it's one clip from a much lo- longer podcast. Knowing the Bible Project ethos the way that I do, I don't think their stance has changed. I think they're changing a word and. Yeah, I mean, I, I had multiple professors actually, it was required viewing. Some, yeah. some of their videos were that well done that we we watched yeah. them in seminary. I had a conversation um, that I don't know that I should quite share the details on, but like where I had to like state my opinion on inerrancy, and it was kind of like if, uh, if I was not full 100% on board, it was, you know, the end of a conversation, and it was, and I thought... Okay, based so on, there, there's more based on to a this. general definition. Sure, John said someone someone asked is... them a, someone asked them a question, and it was their reply that was concerning. Gotcha. So, what I'll do is I'll, I'll I'll listen to the podcast this week, Andrew. I'm going to send it to you. This could you, be could be a fun topic. Will be super. It will not be about dog diarrhea. So it'll be that's it'll what I'm already saying. Be just, better. Just trying to get it'll us away. Be better than what this show is. <laughs> Uh, Ronald, we're glad you're here. He's 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 late, but he's totally present. Ronald's been so busy pouring into I mean, youth workers. I was gonna say he's late, but what was he doing? He wasn't at work. That's hurtful. I mean, he wasn't at the office. That's hurtful. He wasn't at the office. Speaking of work, I've got a. Just so you know, you don't have to be at the office to be working. I've got a full timer coming on board this week. How's it make full you feel? Full timer in youth ministry. How's it make you feel? We're we're getting back to the weekly staff meeting this week. Whew. It'll be fun. Kicking it off Wednesday over lunch with a couple of full-time staff at Lakeview Church. So are, you're doing – is the staff staff meeting lunch and every week thing? Is that going to be it? Like we're not just having a meeting, but we're going to eat together and – I would prefer it to be an every week thing because I would love to do an hour of eating and praying and like let's talk about – how we're doing and then an hour of okay let's let's get through like actual business okay but i was but then if you're like at chili's yeah the the hour of praying might be awkward true i was thinking i I would just collect their chick-fil-a orders and i would pick it up no that's like i would just i would especially bring it to the church especially since you pay for your chick-fil-a app with your mom's credit card that would definitely make it easier i could probably put the church credit card on there too probably could it's a debit card I mean, Dave Ramsey won't be as mad at you for that. I just wonder, like, does does he get mad every time someone has to update an app? Because you can't mail a check to. But what to, do I do with my cash envelopes? Like, does Apple accept cash envelopes? I mean, 
They do it at the Apple Store. It's true. You can just buy an Apple gift card at the Apple Store. That just seems too complicated. That's a lot. Maybe be a responsible adult and pay your bills on time and... But don't rack up mountains and mountains of credit card debt? Yeah. Also... Probably good advice You for, don't necessarily need to take financial advice for someone who has been bankrupt before. I'm just saying, hypothetically, we've we've done financial peace here. It's a wonderful tool to get someone out of debt. I don't know that it's the best way to live going forward. Call me crazy. Why do you hate Dave Ramsey? I don't hate Dave of Ramsey. All the people to hate. I, I don't hate Dave Ramsey. I think it's a very odd <laughs> way to become a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. It's it's a it's a little bit odd for me, but you know. He does like he, to shout. He, he yells at people. He's very angry. Jeff says, certainly no holes in the Ramsey approach. Listen, if you live in eastern Tennessee where you can have a family of four that cost you $208,000, you know, a home for a family of four that cost you $208,000, it might be the best approach. Could be. And you can live and give like never before. Financial advice with Dr. Larson. It's a, new, no, that's a, a it's a new segment on the show, Pay Dr. Off your student loans at 39. <laughs> it's a great approach. That said, I mean, my, my house is a rapidly appreciating asset. Thanks, Dave. Oh, Andrew. I've got nothing else. You've got nothing else. I've got nothing else. You've got work to do. We have to go. Where are we going? We're going to Oldsmar to our friend's okay. new podcast studio. For the record, I thought he was coming to us. See, How did I misread I that? I don't. When. I thought he was going to join us on the show. We were going to talk about whatever and company he, he works for. to me, I was like, listen, Tim's the one who has the difficult schedule on Mondays, not me, for sure that you were going to poo-poo it. Laura says, I can no longer distinguish between Dave Ramsey and Dr. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> uh, neither one of them has a real doctorate, so there's that. Wow. Um, they have wow. similar hairstyles. Jeff says, nothing like making money off People already in piles of debt. Well, I didn't say Jeff, that. They need some skin in the game. That's true. If you don't have skin in the game, you're not going to take it seriously. Again, Dr. Larson knows all. <laughs> I've got a massive degree the size of my torso to prove it. Uh, hey, uh, why don't we do this again next week? Next same Monday? time, same place. We started at 11 today. Let's do that more often. Wait, do we have to be serious in the next one? I, I hope not. We're not going to be. I think, I I think we should pretend to be, but inside we know we're not being serious. I will refer to you as Reverend Miller constantly if you refer to me as Dr. Larson constantly. And that's the only way we will refer to each other okay. the entire episode. We, no first names. Also, I'll be working in Meow <laughs> as many times <laughs> as possible. Yes. All right, Meow. We'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> we love you dearly. <laughs>